So, as usual, Pat's interest in the podcast is at 5%, should we say? Uh, yeah, on a good day. Yeah, well, today's a good day. We've planned to start at 9 o'clock. He's on the phone, Ross. At least he's joined the chat this time. That's that's a nice benefit. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm honestly speechless that he, he's joined our Zoom and then proceeded just to get on the blower. Now, if he's on the boat to his missus, I'll understand, but it sounds like it sound like his missus, so... Heaven oh, no, you see, I've, I thought it was his missus. Oh. He's back. He's not. Carry on. No, I want to see where this conversation <laughs> goes, and then I'll tell you who's on the phone. <laughs> so, I think it's your missus because you said we're just about to do the pod, and if it was in a professional capacity, I don't think you would have said that. No, I reckon, I reckon Pat's, Pat's line of topic at work is... I do a podcast, you know, just to, um, to be a bit different in in, in the old Scottish in, Empire, isn't I mean, it? I mean, uh, the old tell me something interesting about yourself. Yeah, tell me something interesting. Either A, I've got three ducks on the bounce, <laughs> or B, I do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of those topics, I don't want to approach any conversation. So, yeah, it's the pod... Like, well, I'm I'm happy you um you invest your um, conversations elsewhere about the pod to people at work. Yeah, it hasn't is... seen any listeners go. It's not seen listeners. We've not exactly seen a spike in listener numbers after introducing it to my work colleagues. No, that's true. But I do like how the pod is um, justifying us getting our own merch. So don't yeah. hate it. I think what I've told you on now, eighteen nineteen. I think it's definitely been. Was 20, 24 hours worth of work justified to get a few hats and a bucket hat with rope. Rope? Oh. Yeah, I don't Ooh. think it's called that in the catalogue, like Brad, a bucket no. hat. <laughs> Buc- here's, a, here's just a standard <laughs> bucket hat, and then here's a bucket hat with some rope. I, I think it's, it's more a, a UV protecting sun hat. That's how I'd describe it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I haven't ordered them. The guy, who's doing the embroidery sells bucket hats so I'm just going to see what he's got in stock and we're just going to have to go with it yeah I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm all for it bucket hats are my favourite type of hat yeah are we going to be doing like free giveaways at Magic Weekend so like yeah. if we just buy loads of hats and wear different hats each day and then do a giveaway each day and someone can get a sweaty beer soaked hat at the end of the day yeah, but like, if you get a match-worn kind of like jersey from from one of your favourite players, you don't want it washed after the match, do you? You yeah, want exactly. it, you want it in the height of its um, awfulness. So I think it loses authenticity if it's washed, doesn't yeah, it? You yeah, want, exactly. You need to smell something that's not 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 on, not normally smelled on a freshly given item of clothing. Yeah, agreed. Uh, so, welcome back to Talking Heads and Tales. That's a nice little look behind the curtain there of how much Pat actually cares about the podcast and not just merch. His you merch said... game is strong, but um, <laughs> being on time for the podcast is questionable. Who, who was it on the blower, Patrick? Mother half. Oh, ding, ding. Shared you on. Asking about filling up the car, Patrol. I didn't know it was something that needed to be consulted on, but... That's fine. Tell you what, does does these days two pound a litre near me for petrol? Yeah, yeah. Just saw that. Just saw that on the uh, the petrol station. I went for a run earlier, and it was one ninety nine point nine for diesel. As miserable as the old cost living chat is, it is something I think we could divulge into. Although now, but but later on when when we've all felt the full effect and we're all having to be in one room because incense too expensive for. Yeah, it's easiest easier for us all to walk together to a <laughs> a house somewhere halfway between and do the pod in person. Yeah, to be I honest, know, mate, it'll get so house we'd like to do it. Oh, one hundred percent. There is a correct answer to this. There is a house that I would have to walk to just to do a podcast in and only talk about said house. Yeah, I'd love the owner of the house to be the guest. Oh, that would be nice. He needs some. He needs justification. Yeah, he needs a platform of 
around five or six listers where he can tell his story. Yeah. Then the word will get spread. Yeah. Might take me a little bit longer to get there in terms of walking, but... Yeah, but it's like... Um, it's iconic. But... Yeah, I mean, it's it could have been our first ever full ramble, really, looking back. It might be where all this began. It's, it's what made us, really. I think what I was going to say, I think we've already done a podcast. The amount of time we spoke about it on the podcast, we've probably done an episode's worth on that alone. Yeah. What about... Do you think it was it was said individual who owns that, that house now who was caught up in all the commotion back in the day? Like, we've got our dates, like... How is how in recent how far into history is it that, that, that this right. all sort of come out? I'll do your it. Will it be like a granddad? It'll be like my granddad refused <laughs> to move back in nineteen something. Just right, the M sixty two was built in nineteen sixty, so he could definitely still be alive. The issue is someone's inheriting that property, and they're going, "What the fuck do you want to do with it? Turn it into a pub? No, nah, actually, drink, drink. No, nah, <laughs> how did you get there? Yeah. Yeah, but like it's like T Bay. T Bay was like must have just been a farm, and then they went, "Well, should we turn this into services?" Bit different though, isn't it? Considering he's slap bang in the middle of the M62 with a motorway either side of him. Perfect spot for 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 <laughs> services. Yeah, but like you're right in the middle of um, Birch and. Oh, Barry's no, Birch, isn't it? Yeah, Birch. And what's that? Art said more. Is it Art said more? Yeah. Services? Yeah. See, to be I fair, don't think, Yeah, I don't think there's enough space between services. But he could differentiate himself. He could run like a pattern zoo. No, there's not enough, there's not enough space in the actual... There's not enough space for a car park where his house is. Not, not enough space? Have you seen the size of the bloody moor next to the road? <laughs> on the just... other side of the road. What are you going to do? Yeah. Put chicken on the motorway just to go see some fucking betting animals. No, it's the tunnels, isn't it? You know, you see, like, could you, do you ever wonder how he, we've assumed he, terrible, but, <laughs> I mean, my, right, my bet no, it is no, no. no, no woman is that okay. stubborn. Yeah. No woman no, is that stubborn. No woman's making that decision. <laughs> <laughs> no woman is stupid enough to make that decision. Yeah. 100%. No woman, no woman is getting a blank check from Highways England going, right, what do you want for this house? It's in the middle of somewhere where we're building something that will connect everywhere in the north. What do you want? And she's going, love, the, love this house too much. Do you have a value? I, I'd love to know my, what it my looks sheep like. Are, the, the sheep's wool is too white. It could do with a bit of pollution. <laughs> <laughs> Off-white sheep's wool. Terrible. Um, all right, well, that's a business idea thrown out for said homeowner in the middle of the M62. Um, all right, so talking about services, what would you have in your dream services? Greg's. I mean, Greg's is Greg's is obvious, obvious first choice for everyone, I think. Do we want to, like, narrow it down? So, like, can I just choose loads of the similar stuff? Or I mean, Greg's is, Greg's is top of the list. Yeah, can I, I'm not. Can I, can I put this question in a different way? Is weatherby yeah. service services just perfect? It's not far off. It's got like because I think Greg's and M and S are elite up there. Elite, yeah, elite motorway services. A shit WH Smith where it's three pound for a bottle of water has to be there just for sentimental value. I mean, yeah. it used to do some great deals on Chardonnay. I learned that as a student. Nice. Was that what WH Smith did? Yeah, it used to do like two bottles of Chardonnay for 15 quid or something, which from a WH Smith at a service Self. station isn't that bad. That's not that bad. And then on the other side, you've got KFC. And it's got a Burger King on it. It's got a Burger King in the middle. Mate, most importantly, Arcade Centre. Yeah. Oh, yeah, has you've got all of, yeah. Has to be there. You've got all some fruities, haven't you? Um, I think Pat got... to go there because Pat would lose all his money in that arcade centre. Yeah, S- Subway. I trade. I trade. I think. I think 
if you're going for like two fast food places, I'd probably go Burger King Subway. Mm. I like KFC a bit. Do I like KFC more than Subway? I'm not stopping for a Subway. I'll stop for a KFC. Yeah, but I, like I'm not. I hate stopping. That's the problem with services more than anything. Is like I'm in. Get what you need out. Scran it in the car and set off. If I'm not, if I'm not finished that food in five minutes and back on the road, I'm I'm actively sad about it. That's why Greg's is perfect. You can yeah, eat it perfect. on the go. That's why when me and Jed drove to uh, Newcastle for a weekend, I definitely don't want to talk about. When Jed was like in the car or sitting inside, when I said sit inside, I could just see some whiteness drain from Jed's Jed's face, and he was like, just get on the road, man, and just start fucking driving. Yeah, I hate it. I hate, like, I always, do you know there's one services, it's, it's Peterborough services, right, where I see all the people sat in the middle and just thinking, like, you don't want, no one here wants to be here. Do you know what I mean? Like, no one sat down eating their food wants to be here. So why are you making a meal out of it? Just get it down, what? you. Get to where you want to be. Good pun. Like it. That brand of services, um, extra motorway services, the one that's Peterborough, they've just made one in Leeds, Leeds at Skelton. Like, oh yeah, it's too much. They've got like full restaurants, like Nando's, Pizza Express, Weatherspoons. Wow. Who's Leon. having a Who's having a one eighty nine pint of John Smith's at a service station? Apart from your granddad. Lads, where are you going for a piss up? Do you know that new service station? That bro, it's called <laughs> Weatherspoons. Yeah. yeah. Going for a Nando's and his weather's been next door. Oh, you're going to get a If our recently engaged friend of the pod wants to count himself lucky, he's having his stag do there, is he not? <laughs> it's a really nice building. <laughs> yeah. Not far to go. Can go into Leeds afterwards. Yeah. So, Jed, I know you you, you, um, you brought the question up. Have you got any ideas about whether the services could add? Um... I mean, not really. I mean, look, as far as fast food goes, like my first choice out of McDonald's, KFC or Burger King would always be Mackey's. But yeah. if there's a Mackey's, is it taken away from the beauty of the Greggs that's there? Because I've yeah. had so many good memories of that Greggs at Weatherby's. Yeah, agreed. Like Durham services as a Mackey's, but I don't know. I think there's something about getting there. Mackey's at services. When you go to services, you want to, apart from a Greg's, you want to go some, get something that you, it's just not top of your list, but hits the spot whilst yeah. driving a long, long way for the reason being of stopping at services. Yeah, and you want something as well that's a little bit more expensive than you'd like to spend. <laughs> yeah. Because Burger King's uh, services or airports absolutely take the piss. Speaking about taking the piss, I spent 18 euros on McDonald's in Amsterdam Schiphol Airport last week. What did you get? Ooh. I got a large quarter pound of meal and six nuggets. And it was 18 euros? Yeah, don't. I was in that much of state that I would have paid anything. Did you uh, go to the toilets and there's a hole in the wall and put your, put your, <laughs> <laughs> you put your receipt through and, and it... Hey, yeah. Yeah. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you a completely different McDonald's? Yeah, <laughs> I did think that was quite weird, but you know, when in Rome, I just didn't ask any questions. I came out feeling feeling a lot happier than I was when I went in, though. Yeah. Oh, Jad, I mean, so it's eighteen euros. When you go to the toilet, make sure you give them on your receipt. All right, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, eighteen euros. Is that a price that buys you happiness in Amsterdam Schiphol when you're at your lowest of low? To be fair, I. I ate it and just put the Matty John show on my phone, eating my McDonald's, just on my own, not a care in the world, uh, probably about five hours into my 12-hour journey. Just, you know, loving life. I mean, I've not heard that sentence before. Five hours into my 12-hour journey. No, I was actually life. more than that. I was probably... How would have this been? Mm, this would have been about seven. I got home at 11. Yeah, it would have probably been like eight hours into my twelve-hour journey. Do you know with your um, Mackeys in Amsterdam, apart from yeah. being really expensive, 
Do you have any like random options? Because I've been seeing like videos on like Twitter and TikTok and stuff, and it's like Mackey's in New York or something where you can get like, chicken wings or cheesy fries and stuff like that. Yeah, I did. I, I have seen similar videos. I didn't see anything to be honest. I didn't peruse the menu enough to uh, to spot it because it was one of those. I know what I'm getting, um, and I'm not not messing about because I'd not really eaten all day. I'd had a chocolate croissant, and that was it. And it was about seven o'clock in the evening. Right. You deserve two meals there. To be fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what's that? Is it like the caveman diet where you just eat one thing? I thought caveman was just meat or just... Yeah, I don't know. But there is like a fad <laughs> diet where you just have one big meal. Paleo is what me and Pat tried for about two days at third year of uni. And then realised that we couldn't eat anything. Like, we couldn't eat <laughs> potatoes. No, yeah. To be honest, I, I, I started justifying, like, just eating anything. I was, like, <laughs> going out for, like, burger and sweet potato fries, just being like, nah, the caveman could have ate this. Sweet potato burger. They could have whapped himself <laughs> up a bun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck paleo. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, boys, not spoke to you both for a while. Um, Pat, you've you've done some exciting things by the sounds of things. How was your little trip to Leeds? Oh, yeah. Very good. I was just, I was just having to remind myself. Yeah. Um, had a surprise invitation down to the second day of the test at Headingley this this uh, last week which was um very welcome so I took the day off got the train um was a bit sort of got a bit ahead of myself got to the train station despite all the warnings about strikes and that it's like yeah this will be fine got on the train was absolutely fine I was dead smug got to Leeds got in Got my first pint and thought this is going to be one hell of a day, and it was one hell of a day. Uh, got back to Leeds Station thinking it was an absolute scooch this morning. It'd be fine getting back. Every train, every almost, I'd say nine out of the ten trains I could have got were cancelled. I was like, ah, bit of a problem. So great day, didn't finish well. All right, so I mean, you've scooted over that very quickly. So. You, you definitely scooted over one of the uh, key bits of information. Okay. Uh, where, were you, where were you sat? Uh, <sighs> okay. Like... So, yeah, I, I, I've toyed with this on the pod. I'm not going to name the individual because I don't No, yeah, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't expect you to. But um, uh, a friend of from university, it, his family member happens to play for the England cricket team. So we were sat in the clean slate stadium or stand uh, now at Yorkshire Cricket Club, which I find quite amusing. Uh, we'll come on to that later. Um, and yeah, arrived, uh, met me at the gates, walked through. He said, oh, can you just wear a shirt? Like, obviously, sort of thing. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense, sort of thing. Got in, walking through, got through, like walking past all the stands. I was thinking, where are we going here? Where are we going here? Um got through the doors, walked through the door, held the door open for the fellow behind me. It was Alistair Cook. I thought, Unreal. this is this is, this is is going to be one, one of those sorts of days, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, sat up with all the families and friends. So, um, yeah, everyone's, every player's family member gets four tickets, including the umpires as well. And it was weird because I actually spent quite a lot of the day sat next to, uh, I forget, is it? I can't say his first name. Everyone calls Murray him Razzy. Uh, yeah, Moraeus, is it? Erasmus, I think. Yeah, yeah, Erasmus. Yeah, he, um, his lifelong friends from the UK, because he used to be a pro down in Leicestershire. Uh, the family that looked after him when he was a pro at Leicestershire, he's like stayed in touch with. And basically, nice. he rings them up to say, right, I'm coming to Empire uh, Series. And he, and, and can I stay with you or come and see you? And then they get, like all, all the, he get he gets some tickets to every single day of the, every of the whole series. So they just been literally touring around the whole country every day, going into places and just getting breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and free booze all day. Was it a free bar? Yeah. Oh mate, it was free a free bar. bar. 
and you spent all day drinking Tetley's? Uh, no, no, that, that's not totally true. I, I'd say I spent the majority of the day drinking Tetley's. Um, you I mean, such at lunch a at, at, at lunchtime, they were serving fish, so we got a nice bottle of uh, New Zealand soda. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was the most civilized thing I've ever done in my life. We got there, glass of champagne, pints of Tetley's, had a couple of pints of Australia, um, but stayed on Tetley's because it's a long, long day. It's a really long day, so we stayed on Tetley's and then had a few glasses of wine and a couple of gin and tonics. Right, it sounds unreal. But One then, thing um, I would say, yeah, pint of Tetley's at Headingley Cricket Club. Well, Yorkshire Cricket Club, Headingley, right? Guess, how much are you paying for 3.6%? £6.45. £5.50. £6.10. Ridiculous. Mask and a stripe jumper, that, isn't it? I'm not so, surprised. Yeah. I would, like... Whereas I the other day I was at MEN Arena watching the darts. It was like seven quid a pint. I'm like, you just taking the absolute piss. It is a yeah. rip off there. It is. That's um, madness. Pat, I know you had a really good day, but I also want to talk about your journey home. Nice. Yeah, my journey home. Uh, I think that's more important than spending the day lavishing not, on Tetlers. It wasn't as bad as your experience, Brad, because I was going from the north to the north, so everyone knew how how annoying it was. You're on the car. Um, but <laughs> 15 my, minutes, but you knew, but... My, my biggest gripe of the day was I got on three cancelled trains, according to Google, and that was just, honestly, every time I had fell off. Because every time I was like, it's not even coming, it's not even coming. I stood on the platform, supposedly it's going to turn up, and lo and behold, it does. And I just, like, I even got an email to say your train's been cancelled as it pulled into the station, and I got on it. So that was a bit frustrating. At one point, I was stuck in York for longer than I was hoping to be and got chatting to lads next to me, and we got very, very close to sharing an Uber back to Newcastle because they were going back to Newcastle. So that, in hindsight, would have been a massive, massive error. But, yeah, that was on the cards for a little while. What, so... Um, your train actually was running, but you kept getting told it was cancelled. No, so like my, the train that I was meant to get got cancelled, and then all the following trains were then cancelled, but not actually cancelled. So they'd come through, and then some of them were like not letting people on. So some of them were cancelled and just pulling up and then pulling away, but like still going to York, still going to Newcastle. And then like one of them pulled up and opened its doors, and I just jumped on and was like, Is this going to York? I'm like, Yeah. So I got to York. And I spent about an hour and just sat in York Station. Um, really yeah, nice got... station. Scary Lovely station. When it's dark, it's quite scary. York? Yeah, it's just quite gothic, isn't it? I find it a little bit like... Um... And I, I've just, I'm just about to say something spectacularly stupid, given where I live. It, York Station reminds me of uh, the station in Harry Potter, you know, when they're... Not, obviously not King's Cross when they're going to... <laughs> nine and three quarters, but you know the, the bit where um, Hagrid meets Harry in the station and uh, the dog, Sirius Black, is in dog form and he's like, oh, yeah, the yeah. That's yeah, what your station reminds me of. But yeah. ironically, that's actually Newcastle Station, which is... Is it actually? Home station. Yeah. Which is, just, yeah. which is silly of me. But yeah. Um, so I'll tell you what's a really big train station, bigger than you'd think. Preston. Do you know what? I've heard Preston is a stone's throw from Manchester. So, Brad, I'm expecting you to know loads about Preston train station. Uh, Yeah, carry on, Pat. So, you were in York. Yeah, I was in York. uh, Got myself an M&S. Oh, go on. What what did you treat yourself to? Big, big bottle of water. Um, I... I was stressy in at this point, so you can all judge me. Um, I went for a vegetable samosa, a chicken and bacon Caesar wrap, and um, thought, well, I'll get something sugary. So I bought some of them fizzy worms. I don't know what they're like, calling the caterpillar fizzy worms. Oh, nice. And I thought, I'll have a few of these. Let's just say 20 minutes later, the whole whole lot 
the whole lot was done and the bag was going in the bin. Yeah. Can I just can I just say something? Share bags are not share bags anymore, are they? They're just nah. bags. Nah. They're a bag of Walpole tweets. of the year. Walpole, Walpole of the year. year. Get it down. Right. Particularly them them M&S bags of sweets. Like, look, I'd be happy sharing with them, but like, they mustn't have been, when I'm thinking about them gummy worms, not that I'm encouraging to eat gummy worms in excess, but like, there mustn't have been more 12 or 15 of them. Like, like imagine you're sharing that between three people. You get five gummy worms. Yeah. Did you not fancy a bag of purses? Nah. I'm not a big fan of the foamy sweets, you know? It's a bit sickly, aren't they? I think it's a bit, a bit sickly, especially when you eat about 30 of them. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think a, a, actually, a, yeah, a, ba- a full bag of Percy pigs is a stretch, right? <laughs> you would feel like a pig after it. Yeah. Like, oh, give it a go. No I'll problem. give it a go. Yeah, wine gums. What else could you oh, have? Oh, sports God. mixtures. Oh, no, too, too chewy. You repeat yeah, the yeah, thing for hours. You eat, you eat them for hours, but you see the whole bag. Yeah, yeah. it would take midget, you a while oh, to get through them. Do you know what used to be sick? Um, Sainz used to do like their own brand midget gems for like 29p. It used to be like a double sized bag. Absolute oh. rippers. Yeah. Rippers. Yeah. Um, one th- one thing I'm not going to judge you for, Pat, is you said you were stress eating at this point. I know there's a Burger King in York train station. I would have absolutely gone straight to Burger King. Oh, to be, fair, I, to be fair, I bought all this scram in Leeds station. But then when I realised how long I was going to be in York, I just found myself a nice little bench and put my headphones in and just absolutely scrammed all the food that I'd bought in, in Leeds and then sulked for the rest of the time and then some really pissed lads came and sat next to me and I was like do you want to get a, if this all goes to shit do you want to get a taxi to Newcastle and they were like yeah and I was like oh I'm going to hate this but it'll get me home how how much was the taxi? quoted at 122 quid which between the four of us that's not bad that when you look at it you're like yeah do you know what I would have done it if 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 it, if that's what like if that's what the crack was going to be I would have done it yeah Definitely what time did you get home? Got home at like 11, which actually wasn't too bad. Long Worked day, all right. fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, it was a long day. It was good, though, good day. Like, I think one thing I've talked about is going to the cricket, and I've not actually talked about any of the cricket. But, um, yeah, it was class, the class, class day. Got Managed to see decent, decent few wickets, obviously. Um, Jack Leach's fiver. And then, um, yeah, Bairstow having an absolutely unreal knock. So that was really good to see. I think one thing that I, I thought was really, really odd going to see a cricket, like I've never actually, well, no, I have watched test cricket, but um, I was sat around near like the players' dressing rooms. And it's weird like seeing how that how that all works like when, like during the day. Because like out on the balcony when um, England were bowling, like no New Zealand players are out on the balcony. Like they all sit in the changing rooms and watch the TV in the changing rooms, which I think's dead weird. Yeah, that and is. like then they all came out like whenever someone scored a fifty or something, like they'd all come out onto the balcony and clap, and then all go back in and sit back in the changing rooms, which I just thought was dead odd. Like so, like when England were when England were bowling and batting, like the only people that were sat on the terrace were like Paul Collingwood and a couple of others. Like they were, like occasionally like Stokes would come out and sit with them, but like you didn't really see any of the players there. One thing that I thought was really nice was um, Daryl Mitchell's little girl uh, was stood like next to me when England came out to bat and she was like four and she was like screaming at the top of her voice like, daddy, daddy, daddy. And like he turned around and like blew her a kiss and waved and everyone was like cheering her and she was absolutely buzzing. And oh, I, thought that was, I, I thought that was really nice. But I thought it was amazing that like, I just think I always think that like when you're out in the middle playing cricket, you mustn't be able to actually hear that much. But like he picked that out from a crowd at like from a full crowd at Headingley. So like that was making me think like, oh, imagine being in Australia and being an England cricket in the field. It must just be like it must be so bad. Yeah. It must be horrible. Um so just whilst whilst we're mentioning the cricket, uh what if we thought of the new um the new era, the Baz Ben era. Yeah, like it. It's fun to watch. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, 
I think I, I just love it. Like they just look like they're enjoying the cricket so much, and I'm all here for it. You know how the mantra "best best mates win games" is a favourite of mine. It yeah, just looks they like all look. They all yeah, look to like. To be fair, pounds. it's got. I'm not big on not massive on cricket. I watch it, but it's got me trying to click on a bit more and see how they're actually doing, which is not happened sometimes because they have had they've gone through some. Absolute wars over the years, but uh, I liked it especially when they could have come out and just batted for a draw and instead just played, just went for it and slogged them. Winning 3 yeah. 0 also says a lot because New Zealand meant to be a really good um, test side too, aren't they? Yeah, they won, the, they won the test championship last, uh, last time around. Interesting. I think what I like about it is like one day cricket was spun out of test cricket to make cricket more accessible. But one thing that's quite nice is seeing one day tactics getting brought back into test cricket. And I think maybe that will keep test cricket going in terms of keeping it alive. Because I think when you actually look at the Headingley test, like it was due to rain, it rained a little bit, like they were chasing things and the test before at Trent Bridge, like that series could have legitimately finished one nil or even as a complete, like with no result at all in the sense that like every game with old tactics, you could have just seen them doing silly things, just like batting out for draws and, and not being playing sort of quite conservative cricket. But like we saw Bairstow at Trent Bridge, just absolutely ripping up for the last session and scoring like a daft amount of runs. We saw something similar really like the last couple of days of the test where they came out and Joe Root was reverse sweeping um, Blundell. Oh yeah, it was yeah, it was absolutely insane that. Um, but what I do like is uh, there's like loads of positives to take. Like Matt Potts, I mean, who who even knew who he was like three months ago? Yeah. But like, is a 23 year old absolutely like ripping it in. And um, what I do like is. He's a fast bowler who's really economical, which is like what we'd miss without Jimmy. So he's like come straight in and fit straight in, which is really good. Ollie Pope at three, when everyone was like, he's never batted there. And Ben Stokes was like, arsed. Like, I want him to bat at three. Uh, What I like as well, like Jack Leach was giving an interview and said like, oh yeah, Ben's just making me be more attacking. I said, can he have mid-off back? And Ben was like, nah, you're not. (laughs) Just like refused. He was just like, nah. And then um, yeah. I always just says to everyone, like, by the sounds of things, like, yeah, just go and do what you want. When England were 50 for five or whatever, he went out and the first thing he said to Johnny was like, are we doing another Trent Bridge? That's class. Which I think is absolutely mental. Yeah, I do think that's, I think that's mental. It's a, bit, it's a bit of a weird flex. I think one thing that, I like his style. I think one thing that I thought, the only, my only criticism of the last test was like when Ben Stokes came out to bat in the first innings for England, I just was a bit like, just turn down the aggression a little bit, Ben. Yeah. Like, like in his, it's the first ball he faced, he tracked Trent Bolt and him for four. And I was like, that's class, but just calm down, like ever so slightly calm down like a little bit. Because I thought him and Bairstow could have put on Loads of runs if he just stuck around. But oh, he knew he had Jamie Over- Jamie Overton coming in, who's never scored yeah. a f- first class ton, but got ninety two on debut or whatever it was. Yeah, it was sad to not see him get like, his first yeah. century. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, mental. One, one, one quick point uh, to sort of wrap the cricket stuff up. England, England haven't played well, and obviously went to uh, went to Australia and got absolutely smoked. And Joe Root got a lot of stick for that. And actually, I think he seems like a nice bloke and he's a very, very good cricketer. And what's been really nice to see in this series is Joe Root looks like he absolutely loves playing cricket again. Oh, yeah, agreed. But, like, he's beautiful to watch, amazing player. But whenever the spinner's bowling, get him out of first slip. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Honestly, he put on a, he put his like third catch down yesterday, and I had to get up and walk out of the room just to give myself a minute because <laughs> yeah, I couldn't God. see him drop another catch at first slip off the spinner. It is bad, like um... he can absolutely rip them as well. Like you give him, better. nah, no, get uh, with his, with the ball. He can absolutely rip the ball on a spinning spinning surface. 
He is. But uh, uh, let's let's reintroduce Brad back into the podcast now. <laughs> Brad, stop watching the telly. <laughs> just just waking up now, boys. You had what thirty seven minutes worth of cricket chat there. It's gonna um I'm gonna wanna just let you um chop me a text when you were done and then I'll 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 end the recording. All right, Brad, I think um, no, I'll, cool. I've I've done my bit. I'm I'm interested to. There's a sort of there's a piece that I'm saving for last here. So I think Brad, you should do your week next, and then we'll hear about everything that Jed got up to on his European tour of mostly Amsterdam, Schiphol Airport, and Croatia. We could do a bit of cross comparison of Headingly VIP and Salford Red Devils. Yeah, um, that's what I want. <laughs> And maybe Glass of champagne on arrival. Highlight a few discrepancies, shall we say? Uh, the first one being that nothing is free when you're in there, so you've got to pay. Which, if it went to the club, it won't be asked, but it goes to the stadium, so it's a bit of a shit show. But now, nah, so um, the missus at Glasgow this weekend, so I had nice, nice couple of days to myself, as nice every man appreciates, I imagine. Um, How much sport did you watch? Um, oh, yeah, so I watched... I got up on Saturday at 20 past six to watch New Zealand v Tonga. Class. Got up, set my alarm, got, up, got a TV in my room. That was on. That was meant to watch. And then I actually uh, went and played badminton on Saturday. Class. How do you do? I love badminton. It's a great... Yeah, I'm. Well, I've not played it since high school, but I was relatively not. I won't say it was good, but there's three of us there. One lad's quite good and played quite frequently. Another lad plays frequently. He's all right. But yeah, hell, my own. At one point, it was me, me, them two, and um, I was getting about getting about the court, should we say? Love it. I mean, how, I do how look at you and think agile, badminton player, but. <laughs> With less agility, I've just got a lot of leverage, so I could probably get to things that's maybe smaller, smaller, but more nimble people couldn't get to. So, yeah. as in, like you just got like if you stretch your hamstrings loads before you play a bit of badminton, essentially one lunge will get you to most places on on the court. Yeah, I'll just be a bend over. Don't need to don't need to be lunging anywhere. Not with my knees anyway. Yeah, exactly, mate. I was just thinking a bit. It's a, it's a little bit heavy on the old joints. It is. It might, to be fair, I just played to it. I had a game plan from the off in that I was just going to stay at the back and hammer it as high as I can and then do what, try and do one drop shot, see if it works. Or me. I always like, and them games are not very good. Just, just play to their errors. So yeah. that's just the best be consistent. way to do it. Yeah, because consistency is cake. But I'll tell you what, it's absolutely. Knackering is the old badminton. Not sure if it's because the the hall was quite warm, but and it didn't help that I went to the gym like two hours prior and drained my soul of all life at it hard in the gym. But where where does badminton compare on that scale? Of like because you know how squash just absolutely does you. What like tennis is a bit similar, I guess. Like, where's badminton on that scale? I think badminton is quite intense, but it's dependent what it's dependent on how long the rally. I think it's kind of like all things really. It's just a racket sport. I think most racket sports. The, the, the thing is, you've got to put because the shuttlecock will you hit it as hard as you can. It doesn't really go very far. Every shot you've got to hit as hard as you can, but it's going to be coming back just as quick. So I like it. I'm going. I'm definitely going to be doing it again. Um, it's good when it's competitive too, no matter what level it is, and also better than playing rugby when there's no physical contact. But that was my Saturday, pretty much. Went to watch a local rugby league game with a team that I'm playing this weekend in a semi final, um, and then I went to watch the mighty Solly Reds on Sunday, albeit hung over to fuck. So that was pleasant. What a result. Good result, though, yeah. Oh, we were playing some rugby league. It was unbelievable. Genuinely, some of the best rugby I've seen. Everyone says Wakefield were bad. Wakefield were bad, but there wasn't many teams that would, would have been on the opposite side who would have 
would have handled that, especially the level Super League is at the minute. Um, would the term Champagne Rugby League be fitting? <laughs> I think it might undervalue it a little bit. <laughs> what's, an, what's, what's a level of Champagne Rugby League? Or, well, Hennessy Rugby League. <laughs> Greg's, Rugby League. Greg's sausage bean and cheese Rugby League. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that is the level. It genuinely was ridiculous. It got to a point where, so I was I was with um, like my best mate's dad, and he was like, "Oh, I've never seen soccer get 50. He, he said that, and I went, "We'll get to seventy a." I was just every time we had the ball, it was outrageous. Just playing off three pivots around the back. It was just just beautiful to watch. It was can't really speak highly of, of it enough. I think we scored like sixty eight points in forty two minutes or something. Hopefully you keep it up. Hopefully we do, yeah. Have you had but, a few injuries? Has Croft been injured? N- no, Sneed was injured, but we were literally down to our bare 19. Do you know you meant yeah. to re- release a 21-man squad? We could only re- we could only say 19, so... It's a little bit uh, touch and go. We just had a player fan for the next game, so that could turn 18, which is... Are you going to put your hand up? Pull a shirt on. <sighs> oh. Give my left arm to do that. That would be that would that is like a dream, though, isn't it? Yeah, uh, there was some I would also shit tweet. myself for every second I was on the pitch. Oh, 100%. There were some cracking tweets that you sent in of Salford fans. Yeah, there were some good ones. I because there's a few football chants about letting people bang the misses, and I always find it funny. So he's always even funnier. He's even funny when a Salford fan was saying he'd let Brody Croft bang the misses. <laughs> <laughs> As hard as he was banging the drum. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So um, funny. Uh, how was the VIP experience? Do you know what? It was good. It was like cushion seats, which were really comfy. Um, nice. nice bit of food before the game. It had the women's NRL game on. So it was. this is obviously just after the men's game. So I went watching, I watched the men prior to that. There's highlights of that, which is really good to watch. That was a good game. I also what watched was the spread, Brad? Come on. Oh no, you have to order your food and pay for it. So I got a burger, oh, right, okay. burger and chips. But I must say, they were the saltiest chips I've ever had. That Mackey chips are quite salty. Yeah. It's like next level. It's like they'd be fried, in, fried with salt put on them and then salt added after that. But so get I you was, drinking more, mate. Yeah, I was also very, very hungover. So I needed the burger on top, shall we say. Then did you have another few few pints? Uh, mood not too really into it when you're watching the rugby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good lad. Rude not to had a few ruby reds. You're always going to get a, a good um, good pint of Guinness when at a rugby venue, aren't you? Especially when it's a predominantly rugby union venue. It's hard hard really to go wrong. Yeah, and that was that for the weekend. I think can't remember what I did Sunday evening. Obviously, I'm not going to say there's nothing special, but. Fuck knows. I think I literally got home and went straight to bed. Nice. But we've we've not touched on our cultural experience in Newcastle, Patrick, about going to numerous art museums. Yeah, that was a bit bit of a mixed bag, wasn't it? Um, yeah, that was good. Went to see a couple of things. What was your favourite thing, Brad? Um, having bottomless brunch. That wasn't bottomless brunch. Yeah, I've never seen jealousy like it when... Um, our respective other halves both got like oat milk flat whites and oat milk lattes and then they turned to Brad and Brad was like hi Brad got some don't know why he got it biggest mistake of the weekend some Prosecco based cocktail at my, I nearly fell off the bench at that point I was like what is going on here why have you bought that um, the girls were not impressed nice. at this point yeah it was nice the girls were not impressed at that point because Brad was getting death stares from his missus as if to say, why have you just done that? And then the waitress looked at me and I said, please can I get a margarita? And both of them went from, oh, these are both idiots and they shouldn't be getting drinks to, I can't believe we didn't get alcohol ourselves. So they sat and drank the coffees and we had cocktails. It was great. Yeah. I think it was one of them, do you know when you're just in the mood for it? So I think we kept walking past pubs and I went, quick one. Because we're walking around 
we were walking for, we did a bit of a walk, didn't we? So from from Biscuit Factory all the way down to Quayside, and I must have asked to go in about three pubs, which got swiftly turned down. So just wanted a pint or two. Did they get yeah. turned down by um, Pat or or the other people present? I don't. I don't think Pat supported me in in wanting to go into a pub. No, uh, I think said partners understood that I wanted to go into a pub and didn't didn't um, didn't they didn't approve to go with us. I think they didn't approve of the idea of drinking. I didn't approve of the choice of pub, so I was just like a lot of the time I'd be like. No, Brad. I think I think perhaps we should just wait and then go to a different pub. And you were like, "Nah, I want to go to where did you want to go? It's like Head of Steam or something." And I was like, I'm "Not going in there." Like, Pat, I was gasping. I was I was thirsty. You were gasping, but then uh, headed over to the Hawkers Market and got more cocktails. <laughs> um, got to a cocktail bar, right? And what did you order? Sangria. Yeah, oh, sangria drink. Yeah, and I had. Uh, Aperol Spritz and the lad looked us dead in the eye and said do you want pints of those lads and <laughs> I was like what is that real is that a genuine question my issue at this point is because we already had one one lot of drinks and then I was like do you want another drink and the girl said no I went, ah, we're off to the cocktail bar because we had pints before that <laughs> <laughs> and they were like Jump pints and I went, if only we came here first, we could have been absolutely steamboat. So did you get pints? No. No. Why not? But he got told off. Oh my god. It wasn't the time for pints, was it? We just eaten. It yeah, wasn't the I time think... for pints of sangria. All the time is the time for the pints of sangria. And Dead. pints of Aperol Spritz, there's a listener of the pod who potentially had listened to this, who would really respect it. Uh, yeah, just, I mean, uh, leading up, we did say it'd be a wholesome weekend, which it definitely was, but I'm not sure if Pat Sangria fits into a wholesome weekend after already having a few, a few, well, a cocktail at brunch and then a few beers prior to that. Yeah, you did, I think you, I think you were very well behaved that weekend, Brad. You know, knowing... Obviously, knowing the plans about the hot tub and the pints of sangria that you're going to be drinking in two weeks' time. Have you got the cigars on order? Uh, Well, I was going to to check. Are you you wanting to get involved with them, seeing as you're not wanting to get involved with the jacuzzi, Jed? I love the cigar, but on the cigar terrace. But just not in the hot tub with you two. I'm about to sell the outdoor furniture to get the (laughs) The cigar terrace is being taken up by a six by six jacuzzi. Yeah. All right. Well, and there's if, no if, smoking allowed indoors. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll get involved in the I'll get involved with it six by six. <laughs> what was your was your concern that it would be too small, be like a big bathtub? Yeah. Honestly, I'm the smallest out of the three of us, and I'm me not and a Brad, small guy. me and Brad, and a six by six hot tub would be like it would make it look like a three-man hot tub let's just say yeah. that oh yeah exactly <laughs> when, when i'm the third person in that very um spatially uh <laughs> spatially questionable uh equation you have reminded me though you need to um do you want to send me do you want to send me the website to that uh cigar wholesaler that you're familiar with and i'll yeah i'll get some i'll get some ordered up uh, but yeah, no, um, Brad, I thought you were very well behaved. Obviously, we booked tickets to go to um, whatever's on in Worldies that weekend. No, I'm joking. We'll we'll probably end up in the cup. Yeah. Um, we did. Sorry, go on, Jed. I was just going to say, do you want me to bring the um, honey bourbon? You, you're very welcome to. Um, right, I'm there, I'm sold. Last, I suppose, point at admin. Talking of tickets, Brad, are we actually going to go to Magic Weekend that weekend, or what? are we just going to watch it? Don't worry, because I'm going to, I'm going to get my ticket for Warrington away on. I go tomorrow. I go Thursday, and I'll inquire about Magic Weekend tickets. But it shouldn't be an issue. We'll definitely tell them. We're not going to sell out. I just want to confer with Jed in regards to see if St Helens will be in the same end. Um, not for a scrap, just because 
Dead Sport St. Helens, and I'm sure while St. Helens are getting beat, he'd like to watch them with his local fans because Jed goes home and away, so they'll all know who Jed is. Oh yeah, they will. I've actually I've actually had to buy two tickets so I can, you know, get get in the right areas. Right, nice. This is gonna be the first be... St. Helens game for three years? Um Yeah, probably. No, you're at grand final. I'll let you off. Yeah, I was actually. Um they're, good stuff. They're in body, shall we say? They're in body, yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> House was there, but the the lights weren't. <laughs> the lights, the, yeah, the lights had not had the electricity on for a good couple of days at that hey, point. If the lights get switched off on a Saturday, the lights get switched off on a Saturday. Look, yeah, nothing's going to complain when they get picked up on the Monday. Yeah, dust off the light bulb, put it back in, flip the switch, it's on. Yeah. You go to work. Yeah, uh, I remember I did <laughs> work yeah, I'd I'd revised it that morning because my exams were in a few weeks and you were in the northern quarter. I mean, on my way over to the northern quarter, I stopped uh, in M&S and got a couple of cans of gin and tonic. And then from yeah. then on, the day, the day just went downhill <laughs> very, very quickly. <laughs> like, very quickly. You know, it's bad when you're pre-drinking for pre-drinks of a really big, like, rugby league occasion because you just, the abyss starts well before kickoff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember you were getting really annoyed that we got late, that we were late for kickoff, oh, that you dope. were watching it on your phone on the way to the stadium. Dope. Yeah, that sounds like that definitely sounds like something that Bradford. No, <laughs> missing kickoffs genuinely is a pain in my life. I, the, we, the best thing about the grand final is going and Jerusalem's on, but then we well we massively missed that, and then we massively missed kickoff. We got in you know, like five min- five minutes past our ten past him. Head was yeah. off, but yeah, I do want to touch on Croatia. Yeah, yeah. speaking of abyss, how was it? Yeah, Would Croatia. You go back and um, is part of you still there? So he's going back itself. to collect the bit that he left. There. Yeah, so, so split itself will always have a bit of my soul uh, in it after after the states that we got in. Um, but it's yeah, it's a really nice place. Like reminded me a bit of like Prague, Rome vibes, you know, like oldie worldy. Um, yeah, would definitely recommend for you to go as like a couple. Uh, am I ever going back? No, I'll go back to Croatia, the country, but um, not back to Split because it's just it'll just bring back PTSD. Um, what about but, if you went back to Split with a on your own or a different crowd? I suppose on your own would be setting you right up for some PTSD. But what about a different crowd? Yeah, I mean, it, to be honest, it, the crowd were great. I had an, it was absolutely unreal. Like, we just spent four days just on the piss at all times. And, yeah, it was brilliant. Uh, I would go back. It was nice. It was, like, stuff that I'd like to do. Like, uh, went over to Havar um, and just spent, like, all day in two different beach clubs. Like, I'd love to explore that island. Uh, this like, some really nice national parks around Split, which... Uh, <laughs> one member of the group really wanted to go to and planned on going to, but that didn't, <laughs> didn't end up happening. Um, yeah, but uh, it was good. Like, the the vibe on the first day, we just went, we just got to a beach club. They sold one litre, like, pictures of mojitos right next to the sea, and the sea was, like, really good temperature. So you'd literally go, sit down, smash your one litre mojito, go and jump in the sea, have a bit of a splash about, get out, order some more drinks. The only problem was there were two issues with drink prices. One, the um, and I had this, I've had this problem in other European countries which don't have the euro. Um, the currency exchange was like eight to one. So when you're absolutely <laughs> levered and like you've been on the piss for two days and you're trying to divide something by eight, forgetting to carry the one, wait, who's, who's done that? Let's do a bit of mental maths. It's just you just end up spending loads of money. I end up spending double what I budgeted for, like ridiculous amounts of money. Um, but then the other problem was, like, because you had really nice beach clubs or really like average bars of locals, like you'd be either paying like 
the equivalent of two quid for a pint, which was class, with like all these locals, real people, as tall friend of the pod would say, because his favourite pub in real Manchester, people. real people, his favourite <laughs> pub in Manchester, the city. Um, or you'd be paying like the equivalent of like fifteen quid for a cocktail. It was just like literally two extremes, um, but. I would say I'm not surprised English people have the reputation they do after what we were doing. Uh, or not what we were doing. We weren't doing anything that bad, to be fair. We didn't get in any trouble. But, like, you know, when you're just pissed and just being a bit a bit rowdy. Is there a lot of English drinks. there? Yeah, a fair bit of English. There was loads of, like, travellers and stuff. Like, there was loads of Aussies, loads of Irish people, a few Americans. Nice. Um, but the Croatians, some of them were very... Some of them, it was granted them being rude but some of them were just like rude like for no point for no reason and I mean this was at the point when you know like at the beginning of the day when you're a bit fragile uh, just you, your mood's not the highest it's been and like if someone was rude to me I was just like there's just no need there was just no need Um, but yeah it was good I had to come home a day early because of work and in hindsight, I'm very, very glad it happened. But were you, when... um, were you, were you was it an Airbnb job? Yeah. Well, it was booked through booking.com, oh. but I think it was an Airbnb. You have absolutely dreamt it, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I, I walked out and saw the state of the of the villa we were in and thought, yeah, fuck that. I'm so glad I'm not cleaning Honestly. this up. Honestly. Do you know what? That's um. Do you know you've got back a friend of the a good friend of the pod, absolute great bloke, but worst cleaner on the planet. And I had to put up for two years of doing house cleans with him, just walking around with a dustpan and brush. Yeah, talking complete shit. He, you've got him back for two years of pain there. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree. Um, but my journey back, there was no direct flu- flights from Split to Manchester. So I had to go via Amsterdam. So that's why I was in Amsterdam airport for four hours. But ended up getting to the split airport two hours before my flight. Breezing through security. So I just had to wait for an hour and 45 minutes in a very small airport on my own. Nice. Ended up ended up just listening to podcasts and I made a few phone, phone calls. And then as soon as I sat down on this flight from split to Amsterdam... I was sat next to a really nice Dutch couple who definitely just, I didn't speak to them, but I could just tell they'd had, you know, like, they were at the height of romance. They were madly in love. (laughs) Yeah, they just had a really nice trip to split. And then they just saw me looking like death walking down the (laughs) aisle of this plane. And I just went, I'm sat there, please can you move? And you you just saw, uh, she was sat in the middle and her face just dropped. And I sat down and as soon as I sat down, a kid started crying, like, near me. And I was like, Get me off this fucking plane now. Um, oh, was the flight from Split to Amsterdam? Two and a half hours. And yeah, I was just a bit like, I uh, got myself a can of Fanta Orange and some paprika Pringles. Uh, oh, you, you can't not. Like, why do yeah. they not sell paprika Pringles in the UK? I just don't yeah. get it. Agreed. Um, and then when I got to Amsterdam, I said to security, I was like, uh, do I have to stay inside? because I've got another flight in a bit, or can I go out? It was like, you have, you can go out, but you have to come back through security. I thought, fine. So I went out just for a bit of fresh air, sat outside for a bit. It was a nice afternoon. So, yeah, just chilled. And then I was like, all right, I'll go back in. Um, went back in, expecting to breathe through security again, uh, an hour wait in security, uh, which I was not happy about. And then as I was waiting in security, I thought, a lot of English people here. I've seen a lot of like cricket stash. Oh, uh, of, of course, course England had played the Netherlands in the last ODA, ODI that day, uh, and had all finished the game and were getting the late flights back to England. So there was a flight back to Manchester, one to Leeds Bradford, and one to London uh, that night. So yeah, after being fleeced eighteen euros from McDonald's, I got to my flight and slowly realised there was a lot of pissed English cricket fans on there. Oh, you're um, getting it with the Barmy Army. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. So, but luckily it's only an hour flight and I just got there. I just got sat down. I was next to the emergency exit, which gave me a bit of anxiety because I was like, well, I'm not in the state to be sat next to this emergency exit. So if we go down, everyone's dying. 
Um, and yeah, then we'll, we'll, when we landed, I had to get the train back to Manchester uh, Piccadilly, which was like a half an hour. And then there were no Ubers because the Red Hot Chili Peppers had just played Old Trafford. So no Ubers in Manchester. So I had to walk home from Piccadilly, which is a 20 minute walk. And when you've been traveling since midday and it's like 11 o'clock at night, it was not good. Drain so up, Jed. I've got the added benefit of being home earlier than the lads and also not having the traumatic experience they had being home. So I think it is definitely Jed won rest of the camp nil on that yeah, front. No, yeah. yeah, I agree. And for people who don't know, um, the lads obviously went out, came home the next day and their flight was at 10 to 10 at night which in itself is just a horrendous flight, would you, to get back at midnight. Um, and then it got delayed two and a half hours. Oh, a flight at 10 past 10 at night? Yeah, Last oh, day, ask. it's always midday or earlier. Yeah, mm. yeah. 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 I 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., no other time. If it's get, like get if it's home. like a sending it holiday, yeah, it needs to be an afternoon flight. It needs to be a noon flight. But... Um, because they all hated each other and just needed to get to the airport and get home. They got to the airport four hours early. And oh. then, and, and then their, their flight ended up being delayed an hour. And then when they got on their flight, uh, they had to wait on their flight another hour and a half. Oh, that's my worst nightmare. Like, it got Being's delayed an hour and a half while sat on the plane. How long is oh, the flight from there, sound then? good. Three and a half hours. Or just oh. like three hours, 20 minutes. Five hours on a plane. Honestly, worst nightmare. Especially now your... and now, just stood still. You're not, you're not achieving anything in life. How was um other friend of the pod, your flatmate, Jad? Um, got in. To be fair, they got in at like 3am, so I didn't see him. I didn't see him until the next day, and um, he'd had a bit of a lie in because work said they could, they could just like flex his day. <laughs> but, yeah, so I've seen a few pictures of him in the taxi. Uh on the way to the airport, and he looked a broken man. I mean, he looked a broken man before I even left. Oh, that doesn't sound good at all. Do you so, know when like, you talk about stories about that, that sort of thing? Sometimes it changes you up, but it actually gives me a bit of like PTSD of when it's happened to me or when you've had that horrible experience of having to fly home after a messy holiday. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's the delay, I think, like more than anything, like. Even if it's been a messy holiday or you've just been on holiday, I hate getting delayed on the way home. Hate it. Yeah. Oh, no yes. Yeah, agreed. But, like, um, my journey was longer than theirs, but, like, door to door. But because I could kind of move about, I was in different airports. Like, Amsterdam Airport's huge, so I could just walk about. Like, yeah. I was on my own, so I could just do what I wanted. <laughs> I rang my mum. I rang some other people. And just chatted and just managed to uh, just get through. I quite like traveling on my own. I'd, I'd go as far as saying I prefer, oh, I much prefer it. Yeah, much prefer it. I'm very tempted to just see what a holiday on your own will be like. Yeah, you see, I don't think I could do longer than like two days. I think I I'd could do definitely four... do a long weekend. Yeah, I could Friday like go out on a Thursday Monday. night. Yeah. I could go out on a Thursday night and come back on a Monday and I'd be absolutely fine on my own. You'd have, you'd have to have loads to do, though. Just sit and read a book. By a Mate, yeah. I could, do you know what? Well, I would, you say oh, that, fair, I, could I was thinking time. city break. No. You go... Um, you do want... I don't know. Depends oh, yeah, where you're going and what time of year. Oh, I could definitely do it if it was like... If you had a nice villa, a book, a pool... And loads and loads of podcasts to listen to. A nice seafood restaurant around the corner. Yeah. I'd feel... Honestly, four days doesn't sound like enough for that. Oh, should we do it? Should we put individual holidays to individual places and we'll come back and do a review of solo travelling or solo holidays? Oh, yeah, I'm up for it. Um, We could do... um, What's that holiday where it's like 100 quid and you could go wherever? We could do that individually. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Um, the like, yeah, the surprise holiday things. I also came up with a new term because there was loads of seafood in Split. Ceviche season. Did I have any ceviche? No. Did I just eat three pizzas over three days and that was the only food I ate? Yes. But. Jed, man. <laughs> ceviche season. It's on. 
that is a good that is a very very good good analogy of going out getting pissed eating pizza oh yeah we had one meal a day for four days and then like paprika paprika crisps have you had some vegetables since being at home um oh yeah the next day I was like (laughs) my first day at home I was like I need to kind of get some vitamins back in my body oh what I what I've missed out and what's a massive, massive part of this. Uh, the day after I got back, I found out I've got COVID. And on that <laughs> note, <laughs> the the vitamins were too late. It's too late for yeah, the vitamins yeah, at yeah. that point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, greens, my um... green, greens are out the window. Can't taste anything. Might as well order a macas. Yeah, my <laughs> immune system was that week. One one molecule of COVID struck me down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's me. Boys, it's been a pleasure catching up. It has been yeah. a pleasure. Um, so, listeners, I know not much structure, just talking about nonsense and our weeks and a few trips, but I hope you'd like to listen. Obviously, we do appreciate any sort of recommendations, advice, tips, um, removing Pat from the podcast. Just um, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, any non-financial offers or proposals for merch because <laughs> guess what we've had none yeah we haven't had any actually non-financial offers for merch get them in talkingheadsandtails at gmail.com at THNT pod it's been a pleasure boys Bye-bye. we'll be back See next ya. week with a strong bye. top three bye <laughs>